Welcome to the Below Average Gentleman Podcast with your hosts, Wes, Jeff, and Will. July the 14th, Below Average Gentleman. I'm your host, Wesley, joined by co-host Weddle mm-hmm. and co-host Jeff. Yes, sir. So we got uh, we got some news, a little, a few things going on. Uh, the best NFL news of the week, Bernard Pollard Jr. and Lamar Jackson, they got beef, big beef. Who's, who's Bernard beef? Pollard Jr.? <laughs> exactly. That's what pretty much Lamar said to him. Two-time Super Bowl champ, Bernard Pollard, right? But Lamar and Lamar Jackson, I think, went as far to tell him the only reason he has a ring is because he played with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. <laughs> yeah, can, 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 can you go through the history there real quick? Go for it. Oh, I got it, was it. A, you, you, you got a seat up there, Jeffy? I got it pulled up. Twitter uh, beef. So I can just read the whole thing here. Yeah, go so ahead. We got Bernard time. Pollard Jr. gets on Twitter Says there's no top wide receiver will ever come there while Lamar Jackson is there. Plenty of wide receivers have been available to get there in the offseason while Lamar Jackson has been starting, but nobody wants to go. They give him the respect, but they don't want to play with him. Lamar Jackson is good, but he's not able to make the throws. Then Lamar Jackson gets on there and starts commenting on this dude's Twitter. And he says, you've been capping since I've been playing for the Ravens. I never heard you, to be honest. My boy, you got your Super Bowl because of Ray Lewis and Ed Reed that year. And he's throwing all the laughing emojis. And then Bernard Pollard, facts are facts. Make sure you call me champ. Good luck getting one. Lamar Jackson gets into, he says, never. Nobody speaks of you. I had to Google you, little bro. (laughs) I never heard of you until I seen you keep dissing like you was like he was a Hall of Famer, but you're far from it across the ocean, like overseas. And then uh, <laughs> he, uh, Bernard Pollard says something about um, he don't care about the Hall of Fame. He made people fear and blah, 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 blah. Because Lamar Jackson's saying, stop. You know, th- this is this is real. Uh, you know, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm reading these tweets, it's, it's all the way out there. Dude. There's a lot of slang and shit in here. It's all... <laughs> Even stop, stop flagging, boy. Then that, that uh that that never say you was feared, little bro. Go watch NASCAR. Probably better at that for real. You sorry ass boy. All this shit. And then, and then Bernard Pollard says shows him like uh he says oh I'm watching all my highlight clips and shit. And it was a uh, he posted a six second clip of him in college like hitting somebody. And Lamar Jackson retweets him and says, bro, got a six second college highlight. You mad for real. I wish I played against you. I would have threw the ball to coach and ran straight to your sorry ass Bernard. (laughs) So he's just, they're just going back and forth while now over Twitter. And, and Lamar does have a point. Like, like the kids nowadays don't know who that was. Like we, we know who he was, but realistically he wasn't that, he wasn't that fucking good. Well, and Lamar had a good point. He he was on a team with like two of the best defenders of all time. Yeah, I, I mean and Bernard Har- and Dilfer and Bernard Pollard was a was a nine year NFL vet. I think he had something like twelve picks in his career. Like he was a, he was an NFL starting safety for several years. But like, hey, dude, like 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 you're you're coming at like an NFL MVP. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you're going to put this out there on Twitter. Like, they obviously have beef from like something. A unanimous MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you 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 come out and tuck on Superman's cape, bro. Like like. You're gonna get caught with some of that shrapnel on the way back, right? Yeah, and the uh, I think even Marquise Brown got. I saw something on Twitter today. He got on there and like, hey, you, you guys need to quit painting these narratives. Yeah, like, and because they were saying like, 
they were trying to relate it to him, saying like, "Oh, none of these top tier receivers want to play there." Yeah, I think Marquise Brown, like his essential thing, he just didn't like their system. Yeah, about it was so run heavy. Well, that system is there because of the quarterback that they yeah, have. Yeah, but right? he was but Marquise Brown never said anything about negative about Lamar. Yeah, because they're homies. Yeah, he, he he like he said he loved playing with Lamar. He just you know he wanted to be somewhere that had a you know a quarterback think, they can throw. Well, no, he wanted to be somewhere yeah, where they were going to throw. That's exactly what. Like, he's not going to go out and say it, and that's what we're here for. Like, L- Lamar, as good as he is, he's a great athlete. He's he's a good quarterback. But if you have to choose between Lamar throwing you the football or Kyler throwing you the football, what, what are you going to pick? Well, yeah, but you're also looking at the, I mean, the way those offenses are built. If you're a receiver, where are you going to go? Like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And, and to be honest, like they built that offense around Lamar to to work. I don't know if Lamar comes into the league and just goes into a regular shotgun offense and that that works. I don't know. I concur. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I mean that that's the knock on him, right? Can't can't play from behind in the second half. But I mean, I'm, as as great as he is, like if he was my quarterback on the Cardinals, like, I'd be excited about it. But he's not your prototypical stay in the pocket. We're gonna sling it forty five times and score forty points tonight throwing the football. But that's what I said about Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a stay in the pocket guy, and he's still not the quarterback I want when you're down ten. No, 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 no. It doesn't. I mean, being in the pocket doesn't matter. Uh, uh, who was it? Somebody, somebody, uh, somebody on the herd came out with a top ten quarterback list, and Lamar was not on that list. Like Lamar's on that list, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they had Dak on there. Like, like, give me Lamar over Dak, right? Yeah, at this I point, mean, yeah. The dude won an MVP. Mm-hmm. He's still good. Like, he's a game changer. Whether whether we like his how well he throws or not, yeah, it's hard to play against Lamar Jackson. He's a special talent. Like, like if he was the quarterback of my favorite team, like I, I'd, I'd be okay with it. I'd, I'd be pumped about it. Right? Yeah. yeah. And you have a number eight a, jersey. Hang, hold that L, Bernard. Right? I guess. L. So there's a uh, now we have rumors surfacing again about Sean Payton. Yeah, you know, looking at a trying to get to the Cowboys. Yeah, I saw the quote. It was something like he would never campaign for a job that there's a coach in place, which is which is a, just a, a bold faced lie. Correct. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was the because there was that that thing they were trying to work out last year with him and him and Brady were both going to go to Miami. Yeah, and, yeah. We're gonna get an apartment together in South Beach. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like sounds like Those Sean two and Killer. Yeah, Sean Payton ain't done yet. No, I mean he'll he'll is is he is he on TV this season? Is he gonna be is he gonna be on any of the networks? Do you know? Uh, so far I don't think anything's like concrete concrete with yeah. him. I I honestly think he'd he'd be he'd be pretty good on TV as opposed to he, Drew Brees that is a personality of a foot. Was was, was, was they it, fired that dude yet? Is he is he without a job? I think it's one like a Jason Witten type of deal. Like I'm 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 gonna walk away on my own terms so I don't get fired. Well, I know there was like I think there, obviously like typically with just like in Drew Brees' playing career, mm-hmm. it's coming down to money, and I think he's trying to wait for that Brady money. My God, that, come on, man. that he's not gonna get. Come like, on, I'd I'd rather listen to. I don't know. Rex Grossman talk about it. Like, Drew Brees was terrible on TV. Like, we saw it. Yeah. He was terrible. He was monotone, zero personality. I mean, Hall of Fame quarterback, but a a, a dud on TV, right? I, a dud. A dud. I, I didn't care a for dud, him. A dud. A dud. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> a dud. A dud. 
the uh, hey, I know this is completely random, but uh, it, when it pops into my head, I got to bring this shit up. So Amazon Prime, they've obviously got Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Twitter put out their um, or someone on Amazon put out the the fucking schedule for Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. All the comments I read were people fucking disgusted that they had to pay you know, $10 a month for another streaming service to watch football and how it was so fucked up that the NFL could let this happen. And I'm like, hey, man, like, it's going to be phenomenal. Who who right now doesn't have Amazon Prime anyways? Tell those no. losers to get a job. Right? Well, I mean, what, what are they going to say when Apple gets the Sunday ticket deal? <laughs> I got breaking news for these people, man. Like, hey, you can share passwords. You and, like, three of your buddies pay $3 each a month. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you're allowed to share Prime with like four members of your household. Crisis averted. Hey, but people like that is that is that more of just a, a pride thing or is, or like a principle thing or is that like no, these I, guys are just that broke? I think no, I think it's just people <laughs> that like people like anything anything that happens, someone finds a reason to complain about it on Twitter. Yeah, whatever. Hey, if, if 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 ten bucks is gonna break you, like like don't watch football on Thursdays. Hit, hit me up on Twitter. I'll give you my password if you're going to cry about it. I mean, hey, speaking of Twitters, dude, I got on that Truth Social the other day just to see what what is that? What old Papa Trump was saying? Uh-huh. It's like that. It's just like Twitter, dude. It's like exa- it's That's an a exact real thing? copy of Twitter. And yeah, I had to get on there because Trump had put Elon Musk on blast and like started talking shit to him through this fucking Truth Social. So he posted a picture of Elon Musk next to him in the White House. Mm-hmm. And then he started on this big rant about, because I guess Elon Musk had talked shit to him about how he's too old to, he shouldn't try and be the president again or whatever. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. Trump starts talking shit about how like, you know, oh, when Elon came up here, he told me he voted for me and he loved me. And, you know, now he's just, uh, you know, basically he's a little punk ass bitch and electric (laughs) car, electric cars fucking crash into people and they don't really work and all this shit. (laughs) Jesus. Unbelievable! Hey, staying on great. staying on the NFL. There, there was the uh, I, I read an article. I think it was last night. There's there's internal conflict in, in the 49ers. Like like half half of the team is okay with trading him to Seattle, and the other half to, doesn't want to play him twice a year. Is 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 that a big deal for you guys when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Like they trade him to Seattle. Who cares if we see him twice a year? Yeah, I mean, get some value. I mean, yeah. what are they going to do? Just sit on the guy for the next? And then they're they're kind of running out of. Uh, if this was musical chairs, like there's not a whole lot of chairs left that, that need a quarterback. No, correct? I mean. The, uh, I, I mean, I get your value while you can. Yeah. If Seattle yeah. offers you a second round pick, you take it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Seattle can can probably offer the the best deal, and that's at the end of the day, that's what you want, right? Regardless of if you play them twice a year in division. And then if you're if you're a fantasy football fan, like mm-hmm. you gotta hope Jimmy G goes yeah. to Seattle. Cause, and then sell your your because right now this sucks. Sell your Drew yeah. Lock and Geno Smith stock right now, I guess, right? Yeah, but I mean, it would only help. Absolutely. DK and lock Just tear it down. We talked about it last week. Trade them. Get value. And did you guys hear the Trey Lance uh, news from, they were saying last year he, he was arm dead. Like he had arm, well, arm fatigue, they called yeah. it, yeah. throughout the season. And that's why when they started playing him all the time, they brought him back and didn't play him as much. They were saying he had arm fatigue towards the end of the year and that they were uh, reworking his throwing mechanics. Like yeah. having him... a basically building him a different throwing motion, kind of like they did with Josh Allen. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's not really huge news, but, like, it is it is something. Sometimes I, I, I get arm fatigue from throwing in these rogues and zins and on nicotine pouches in, 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 in the pellet. My, my arm gets sore from 
from drinking the mountains. Uh, them, them six ounce, eight ounce curls. Le'Veon Bell is pretty much retired from the NFL. He says he's focused on boxing now. Yeah. So this makes me think: like, is he good? Is he good at boxing? Like, like, is he gonna is he gonna beat Adrian Peterson in the, uh, in the much anticipated duel? Adrian Peterson's gonna whoop his ass. Right. I mean, hey, so I wasn't on this episode, but yeah. what, what I will tell you is, Le'Veon Bell. I don't know if you remember this. Years ago, when he was in his prime, all they would talk about in the, his off season is how he would do boxing stuff instead of like their your typical strength training. And well, so did so Ocho like, Cinco. Yeah, but Ocho Cinco is a buck thirty. Like, <laughs> huh? I don't know. And Heinz Field has a new name. Yeah, I saw uh, that. It's like a ridiculous name, right? Yeah, Acrisure. Acrisure is that how you say it? Are we just making up words now? Yeah. Acrisure? Is that a ketchup brain? Acrisure Field. Acupuncture. It's kind of weird because, like, Heinz Field's such a, like, yeah. well-known. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it's whoever cuts the check, right? We yeah, saw it happen I mean, with the Staples Center, yeah. and now and now it's Crypto Arena or whatever. Yeah, crypto.com Arena. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Jeff Darlington from ESPN reported this morning that uh, the contract talks between Kyler and the Cardinals have been going pretty well, gentlemen, pretty well. Don't be, expect if, uh, don't be surprised if uh, something's announced. As in regards to an extension before camp breaks, so I mean that's More, that's good, right? I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, what What are you expecting, dude? Like what What kind of contract are you expecting? Two hundred and thirty five million dollars, a hundred and eighty guaranteed, something along those lines. It'll be slightly more than what Deshaun got with less guaranteed. Does that make sense? For like five years or what? Yeah, so so that his social media team can put it out there, like, oh look, we got we got more money than uh, Deshaun. It's not all guaranteed, but two thirty five to your two thirty, like my. My team loves me more than you. That, that that that's what it is, right? Yeah. And then in our lack of NFL news, the other biggest news was the it's big news. The it's big news. The Bengals are going to have a white helmet this looks year. Sick. Yeah. It does look sick. Looks dope. Uh, is that going to be like a like a like a color rush type of deal, or are they going to wear that like more than a couple times a season? I have no clue. They should just wear that shit on the road. They should wear it in snow games. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be tough. Hey, hey, there's uh, some other fantastic NFL news. Nikhil Harry gets traded to the Bears. Oh yeah, for a for a 2024 okay. seventh round pick. For That's a Snickers probably bar. the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my life. Hey, don't don't sleep on Nikhil Harry. Uh, former Sun Devil, six four, two twenty five. Uh, he's only what? He's only like twenty four years old. Did you see the report that uh, everyone in the draft room had? Uh, who was it? They had lined up DK. Yeah. Yeah, they they all had DK and Belichick nixed them all and took Nikhil Harry because Nikhil was a better uh, blocking receiver, right? For the run game, that was that was basically his plus on that. Uh, I don't know, man. Is uh, this real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this dude, uh, he, yeah, he, he just Belichick finished. vetoed all the scouts who wanted DK. Yeah, uh, Nikhil Harry just finished his third season with the Pats. Uh, not really, not really tearing it up, gentlemen. In 2019, he had 105 total yards for the year. 2020, he had 309. Uh, this past season, 2021, had 184 yards. He's got 57 catches in three years of football. That's bad. That's and let's good. be real. If the Patriots drafted DK that year, Tom Brady probably doesn't leave. Because Brady was still on the Patriots when they kill Harry for the first year. That's he, he hated him. He, I remember yeah. specifically he hated him. Like If he got DK and he sees that, like that up and coming athlete, like he might not leave. Wasn't it reported like there was something like like he ran a couple routes for him and then he turned around and yelled like this guy sucks and refused to throw him the ball the rest of minicamp. <laughs> like he refused to throw him the ball. Go 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 block in the run game. How funny was that uh, that video I sent you guys of 
Jameis Winston. I love Jameis. <laughs> I love Jameis Winston. Odd. He's an idiot. He is, he is a <laughs> social media asked, sensation. He's getting asked by Harbaugh of Michigan. <laughs> like, tell, tell, us, the story. tell us a time when you got disciplined in high school. And he was like, well, I got disciplined one time and had to sit out a game because I laughed at my coach because he cried. <laughs> and Harbaugh's just looking at him, stone face killer, huh? <laughs> J- J- Jameis is amazing. Amazing. But I love I love Jameis videos, dude. Like like I could watch a show with that dude. But that's from him in high school, dude. Like, like he, he hasn't he's changed. been an idiot all along. He hasn't changed. It's great. Eating W's and crab legs is is I mean, but that's what I mean, in the same note, that's what people say about Russell Wilson. Like like you hear Russell Wilson talk and they're like, Oh, he's corny as hell. Like cheese ball. And everyone that plays with him are like, That's just how he acts all the time. Mm-hmm. That's who he is. Yeah. Like the Going up and down the side, clear eyes, full hearts. <laughs> Go Hawks! <laughs> what was that video that he was, he was shooting promos for? Like, the let's video ride board? Bronco Nation. Let's ride Bronco Nation. Let's, let's ride. ride Bronco Nation. And then that, and then that hype video Manny D five sent of him in <laughs> uh, Palm Beach, like doing all kinds of weird drills. I think if like if like Russell Wilson's people reached out to the bag man, like, hey, do you guys want to interview Russell Wilson? I think I'd pass, bro. I think it'd be a hard <laughs> yeah, pass for me. We'd probably I'd be like that. that. That's gonna be a boring five minutes, bro. Like, I, I'd rather talk to Jameis because I know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be real. You know what I mean? It's gonna be himself, not some. But I think schmuck. But I think that's where I'm getting at is Russell Wilson's being real. That's who he is. He's just. No, and, and he's a liar. Remember, he, he gave a commencement speech at the University of Wisconsin where, where, where he's an alumnus of, and he was telling a story about when he played baseball at Wisconsin and, like, the coach didn't play him and something like that. Like, like he uh, he had a walk-off home run and they celebrated and, and, and some shit like that because even though the coach didn't believe in him, he believed in himself. Well, like, he, I don't think he realized that the fucking internet exists, man. So, like, like, people went back and, like, looked this up and it was a total lie. He had a home run, like, in the seventh inning that sent the game into extra innings and they lost. Like, like he he told a lie in a commencement speech. Can't trust him. Can't trust. I'm a big integrity guy. You know that, Bronco Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Hey, let's be honest. If if the, if he wanted an interview on our podcast, he'd have to pay us to get on this. I wouldn't want to talk to that guy. <laughs> it's, 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 hey, speaking of speaking of guest podcasts, mm-hmm. I I hear there's gonna be a Angels gonna be on here the first week of August. The ex, the ex Douglas legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the New, first episode in August. Newly minted uh, assistant athletic director at Coaches College, uh, beautiful Coaches College. Uh, good for him. Congratulations. Yeah, Angel, that's our guy. But the the plan is plan is to have him on here in August. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have him on. We're we're gonna we're gonna become a little uh, community based here in, in in the down period, and it's it's gonna be fun talking to Angel. He's a well versed guy, uh, knowledgeable, well spoken, educated young man, and proud to call him a friend. Yeah, hey, something about something about Wes saying like. Oh, we're gonna trash on Douglas. No, don't don't don't, don't 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 trash on my city, bro. What they did to you? <laughs> hey, drunk West, another animal, dude. That, <laughs> that shit was classic. Oh, and and we didn't even mention. Yep. If there's a such thing as a legendary diaper party. Oh boy. One. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, Saturday night. Shout out to the boys. Great time over at Five's backyard. Some uh, what do we have? Some steak ribs, a little chicken. Yeah. So, some 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 frijoles tortillas pariata for thirty. Oh yeah, good time. Thanks for all the boys. Uh, thanks for all the diapers. Good turnout, right? Thirty people out. There, yeah, good right? turnout. Good crew. All- Love the boys. Uh, it was a it was a it was a good mixture of uh, all the boys. Good time. Good time. Th- thanks for coming through, gentlemen. Yeah, we had a we had a we had a blast out there. 
Weddle probably got a thousand dollars worth of diapers in that <laughs> yeah. truck, dude. Nothing yeah. was overfilled with diapers. And I'm still getting them, man. I went to work today. There was some more diapers in there. Good, 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 good crew. Just fortunate to have some good people around me. Just really <laughs> blessed. The uh, NBA news. Yep. The biggest news of Big the week. Time. Breaking news. DeAndre Eaton mm-hmm. got offered a massive deal from the Pacers mm-hmm. in the tune of a max contract. At yeah, it was something like four years, 133. 133 million yeah. in the Suns are expected to match. Yeah, so the way this works, uh he's he's a restricted free agent, meaning meaning uh he's played four seasons with the Suns. He was the number one draft pick back in uh, 2018. He's played four four years for the Suns. Uh the Suns couldn't come to an agreement with him uh last offseason, so he played this season. Uh now as a restricted free agent, he has the right to sign any max contract with any NBA team. Uh, the Pacers signed them, like you said, four years, 133. So now the Suns, in turn, have 48 hours to match that deal. And in doing so, DeAndre Ayton is uh, tied to the Suns for the next four years. And he can nix, he can nix a trade for the first year. Uh, yeah, so he's not going to be trade eligible until... If, if the Suns match the trade, which I, I'm sure they will because the way this works, uh, you don't want to lose the asset, right? Uh, you can't lose the asset for nothing. You can't let a... a a guy going to his fifth season who was the number one pick in the draft walk away for nothing, and that's essentially what would happen here. So the Suns are going to sign him, and he cannot be traded until January 15th. So there's still a, a scenario and, where and there's he a, has a... And he has the ability for the first year of that contract to nix a trade. I did not. I did. Is, is, is that the yeah. way it's worded? So, I mean, whatever, man. Like You get mad at each other. Like You can't let him walk for nothing. Are they... Apologies. <clears throat> Goodness. Are they thrilled about giving him $133 million when it probably would have cost him, I don't know, uh, uh, 120 115 last offseason? No, but like this, this this is this is equivalent to the Joe Johnson scenario back in, uh, I think it was like 06. Joe Johnson signed a max deal. He was a restricted free agent. Uh, the, the Suns are coming off a big-time big, big time season with Nash and Amari and Marion. And uh, he signed an a offer sheet with the Atlanta Hawks. Suns, uh, same owner, Robert Sarver. Uh, incredibly cheap, by the way. One of the worst owners in professional sports. Refused to match it. Joe Johnson goes and becomes an all-star with Atlanta. Kind of, kind of, I don't know, man. It, it, it kind of ruined that little run we had. But no, the the I'd be shocked if uh, within the next forty hours you don't hear that the Suns are matching the offer seat and uh, DeAndre Ayton's a son. Like it, it is what it is, bro. Like you don't have to get along, man. It's work. Show up and do your job. And I mean, this is a, the Suns were a sixty-four win team last season. Like you can't just let this guy walk. No. Like like it didn't work out in the playoffs. Like they were upset in seven games by Luca. Lost by. 35 or whatever it was at home in game seven, but like you got to run it back, bro. You got, and, 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 and if, if, if we could get Kevin Garnett, like we're not, I'm sorry, Kevin, Kevin Durant, like we're not going to end up with Kevin Durant. We're not like, like, like the, the, the Nets and their ownership have, have planted their feet in the ground and like they're, they're not going to let them go. No, cheap, I mean, so. they're in some of the, that's what I was going to say. Some of those offers for Kevin Durant yeah. have just been laughable with it. Yeah. They're telling what other teams what they want. I don't know if you guys heard or not, but Notre Dame was interested in, uh, Kevin Durant in the possible trade, but the the Nets asked for Mary, Jesus, and Joseph in return. <laughs> oh, if if we get Kevin Garnett, dude, we might win the <laughs> shit. Kevin Garnett, yeah. So I mean, if, if you can't get Kevin Durant, like this is a this is a final alternative. It's 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 it. You you got to pivot, right? You say it all the time, Jeff. You got to pivot, and and gotta pivot. You can't let the number one pick in the draft from four years ago walk away for nothing. Like that's just bad business. It's bad business. And then. Uh, so so in the NBA right now, we just have the summer league going on. Uh, like Chet Holmgren, he's had a he had a couple he of trucks sticked. Yeah, so so Chet Chet's kind of been a, a a tale of 
you the people that love Chet have seen him play in, in, in summer league in, in like two or three games, right? It's been like that two or three, four games, something like that. And they've been like, oh, this is why I love him. In turn, there's there's been a couple moments where the people that don't like Chet because he's got the he's got some spaghetti legs and, and he weighs 190 pounds, he gets bullied around a little bit. So the people that didn't like him coming to the draft can also pound their chest and be like, I told you guys, I told you guys. But in in the end, like I like Chet, bro, right? Like, like I, I like his game. I like what he can do. He's a unicorn. Like, like there's nobody else like him. He's just got to – because he's not a punk. You know what I mean? Like, like, like he, he's, he's not soft. He just weighs 190 pounds. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Which I mean, makes you soft. No. <laughs> like, as good as, good as he is, if, he, if he's going to get back down like I saw in those videos, like, you're not going to make it long-term in the league like that. Because you're you're at that point a liability. You can go down there and score points all day, but if the biggest dude on their team can just fucking shoulder you a couple times and get to the the basket, then what help are you really? Kenny Lofton Jr. had a field day with him. It's a, it's a yeah. he's a big burly back to the basket like '80s type of big, and and he he just give me the ball in the post, and I'm just gonna out muscle out physical this this 190 pound seven foot two dude, right? Like what you, yes. you know, you're way you're way past your your athletic your most athletic days. I don't know way past this dude down with no fucking problem. Yeah, I'd have a field day with him, bro. I'd have a field yeah. day with him. I'd handle him. I mean, he'd probably block me every time. But as far as getting positioning in the post, I like my odds. Don't think I'd get a shot off because he'd block me every time. But I'd get to where I needed to get to. Yeah. So even the NBA news has calmed down in the sense of like the. I mean, the biggest thing right now is the Kevin Durant watch, so to speak, seeing if the Nets will actually trade him, which. Seems to be a little far fetched at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, technically, he's he's under contract for four more years, dude. Like, there there's no rush for them to be hasty here and 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 trade him for seventy five cents on the dollar. Like like, and and I don't blame them honestly. Like like, hey, dude, like we we bended the knee to you and Kyrie, and like now things got tough, and you guys want out. Like that's not how this business relationship is going to work. And I don't know if you guys heard or not. Uh, Adam Silver the other day had his uh, State of the Union on the NFL, had a press conference and talked about things, and uh, he said he's he's not the happy. NBA. Yeah, the NBA. I apologize. He's he's not happy with. Uh, you know, he's all about the player empowerment and all this stuff, but he doesn't like the fact that these these superstars that are under contract for three, four, five years are demanding to be traded. Like, hey, it's it's a it's gotta be a two way street between ownership and, and, and players, correct? Hey, speaking of basketball, when when we getting Brittany Griner back? Like what's there's been a lot of a lot of fan talk wanna hear hear about Brittany Griner here. It's been over a hundred days, right? They say if it was LeBron, he'd be back. What what say you? I mean I don't LeBron gets paid enough in this country that he don't have to go to Russia to play basketball, right? That's true. I mean, it is what it is. Like it's it, it's not ideal, but like that that Russia's gonna parade this and 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 you know what I mean? Like they're they're not gonna just let her go free. Like as as messed up as it is, like she, it's not the same laws, man. You know what I mean? Papa Trump would have her back in in five seconds for no reason, just because he can, know. just because he flexing. She's she's going at over a hundred days, right? Being incarcerated in Russia, yeah. Yeah, apparently it's you tough. can't traffic drugs in that country. It was like a vape pen or something like that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about the topic to comment on it. I just, I just wanted to see Wes uncomfortable when I brought it up. <laughs> I'm not uncomfortable. I mean, like, yeah, she she broke laws in a different country. Like, yeah, I mean, there's not much in a in a in a. I mean, what it's going to come down to is the U.S. probably going to trade one of our Russian prisoners for her or something. And we, like, yeah, one of, one, of the, one of the ones we have that, like, has murdered a thousand people and shit. Yeah. And we'll give you this one for that, that girl that plays basketball. Ho- hopefully they'll throw in, like, a fourth-round draft pick or something. 
Hey, Wedo, have you ever got into the um, talk to me on the on the podcast? Yep. Have you ever mentioned that that WNBA clip from <laughs> SNL or whatever it was? <laughs> no, I don't think I have it. It's it's uh, it's brutal. Look it up. It's an Idris Elba. Google like Idris Elba WNBA SNL skit or something like that. It's a uh, no. Why don't you just explain it instead of being so see. The people that listen to this podcast listen to it because they laugh, <laughs> because they get good laughs. And if they can't take a women's basketball joke, then they have no business listening. So I'm 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 gonna preface this by saying I I don't agree. I I just watched the clip and uh, it it made me laugh. So it's Idris Elba and this fan like they're like they're like groupies. These two dudes for like WNBA players, right? And they're at a WNBA party and they're having their drinks and walking around and. They're looking at all these WNBA players, and they're like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so league MVP. Like, last year she averaged 20 and 10. She was so good that she made $35,000 last year. And you just hear the laugh track. And they, I mean, it was brutal. Like, the WNBA players that came out, and, like, they weren't happy with it. They felt disrespected, but, I mean, it was— She's got an apartment with a washer <laughs> yeah. and a dryer. Yeah, like, like she, she, she just signed a two-year extension. She was able to get that stainless steel fridge. <laughs> Those, those dudes are wild. Idris Elba. Look it up. So in the uh, MLB, yep, the all-star rosters got set. Yes, sir. Any big snubs? Uh, not really. I mean, Austin Riley probably should have been an all-star. He's a, he's a third baseman for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, uh, World Series champ last year. Uh, Manny Machado got the nod. Uh, he'll be starting at third. Uh, didn't really see a lot of problems. I Ideally, like the, the, the starting pitchers haven't been named yet. Uh, I'd like to see maybe a... a Otani going for the American League, and uh, it's in LA. It's in Dodger Stadium, so maybe a, a a Clayton Kershaw, maybe even though he's not having his best first half. But uh, Kershaw, Otani, both guys, uh, one in Anaheim, one in LA. It's an uh, Los Angeles All Star game, so that that makes a ton of sense. Um, the Home Run Derby, uh, I think seven of the eight participants have been announced. Uh, they're still holding out for one more. Uh, so far, Monday's Home Run Derby, it's going to be a combination of Pete Alonso. Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr., Albert Pujols, Kyle Schwarber, Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners, and uh, uh, 29-year-old Jose Ramirez from the Indians uh, is the seventh guy. So they're still holding out for one more. Uh, Should be interesting. Uh, That's a pretty impressive field as far as uh, a home run derby Monday night uh, live on ESPN. Yeah, I I keep seeing the – from Jeff Passens, Mm -hmm. the guys that, you know, coming in and Mm – I think as soon as Pujols announced announced he was in the home run derby at his mm-hmm. next at bat, bombed one. Dropped the bomb. Yeah. Have you seen that guy run? He runs like he has bone-on-bone knee issues and a terrible case of gout when he runs the bases. <laughs> like, I mean, the guy's like 50 years old. No, it, it should be excited. It's a, it's a, it's a fun weekend. Uh, you guys got the Futures game on Sunday, uh, the home run derby on Monday, and uh, the All-Star game, the mid-season classic, uh, live on Fox, Tuesday. Eight seven central, and then uh, Otani had another phenomenal start. Yeah, let's just talk about this real quick. What this it's guy's ridiculous. done, bro? Like, like I ten I, ten Ks and four straight starts. Yeah, let me just tell you the last thirty four days for Shohei Otani. All right, uh, he's got a point four five ERA, earned run average, fifty eight strikeouts, eleven walks, thirty nine and two thirds innings pitched. That's on the bump as a pitcher, as an offensive player. Uh, in the last 34 days, just over a month, he's in 287 with eight home runs in 29 games. Uh, just, I mean, they, they're they 6-0 uh, in his last starts uh, as a pitcher, and there's something like 6-28 and 28 when he doesn't start. Like, he's a one-man show. His last six starts, 
have been something disgusting. Like his last six starts, he's six and zero, oh, uh, two earned runs total and fifty eight strikeouts, uh, all while going eight for twenty two uh, as a hitter. It's it's just like he's he had the greatest season of any player last year as far as pitching and hitting, and he's like surpassing that this year. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Shohei Tani. All while not even speaking a lick of English. He doesn't need any coaching. He just fucking drops bombs and throws strikes. That's why baseball is the greatest sport in the world, yep. bro, because it's, 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 it's the world's game. His last, his last start was like 12 strikeouts and two RBIs. Yeah, he he, just, he's fantastic. Like, like, if he doesn't do Herculean things like on a baseball field, like that team doesn't stand a chance. Right? <laughs> even when he does, <laughs> even when he does, like... It's preposterous. Was, I mean that 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 team is is something like what's their record? The Angels are thirty nine and fifty. Uh, they're well, no, the A's have a worse record, but the, I mean that that's not good. You would think a team with Mike Trout and and Shohei Otani would be a little better, but that that supporting cast is just awful. I mean, awful. If, you, if you told me a team, if you told me your two start, you know, your two stars are Otani and Mike Trout, and I'm yep. like, yeah, yep. that, that that's going to be a good let's, team. Let's just fast forward to the World Series, but it hasn't been the case. Has not been the case. Uh, the the Mariners and the Orioles have each won uh, ten games in a row. Kind of a big deal. Like those teams, usually the Orioles, especially like like that whole division, the AL East now is over five hundred. Uh, the Orioles are in last place. They're forty five and forty four. Yankees are still in first at sixty two and twenty six. Uh, right before the All Star break, the uh, the Mets still have the best record in the National League. I'm sorry, no, the Dodgers do actually have fifty seven and thirty. Uh, first half's been pretty exciting, I think, from a from a baseball standpoint as as a fan. Uh, the Blue Jays just fired manager Charlie Montoya uh, earlier today. Uh, he's got some Tucson ties. Charlie Montoya said his team go. I mean, his, his team's not bad. They're forty-seven and, tw- and forty-two, five games over five hundred. They're just in that in that rough, rough division of the AL East. Uh, they're uh, at the moment they're behind uh, the Yankees, the Rays, and the Red Sox in fourth place, five games over five hundred in fourth place. Like what? What's the deal with like every dude that's been fired had something to do with the Phillies? <laughs> like, <laughs> you had the Phillies manager fired, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the was it the Angels manager was fired Jim after Madden. after they played the Phillies and got a mohawk and the, yeah. didn't get, didn't get to show it off didn't get to show off and this guy had had something to do with the Phillies right they had just played or about to play yeah 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 yeah, yeah. hey widow so we gotta so now that we're on baseball talk we gotta mm-hmm. do a little something every every once in a while on these episodes we gotta do a little where's Waldo for coach coach uh, Angel Vasquez from uh-huh. the. Oh yeah, the Blue Devils. I'm uh, I don't know if you heard. I see you rocking the Blue mm-hmm. Devils hat yes, today. I'm yes, rocking sir. the Blue Devils hat. So this is his little shout out. But mm-hmm. what we're not going to do this time is tell him because last episode mm-hmm. when he was given a major shout out mm-hmm. over this baseball hat. Yep. I saw him at work. I was like, Hey, did you uh, did you listen to the podcast? Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. What'd you think about the shout out? The what? Oh, you didn't listen. He's so bluffing what he did, you. He listened to the beginning. Yep. And then he fast forwarded to your top five. Mm. So so now here's a little uh, where's Waldo? He's gonna have to actually listen to the episode to find this in the middle of here. Well, jokes on, jokes on him because I didn't have a top five this week, so jokes on him. <laughs> but uh, hey, Coach Angel Vasquez, thanks for the hats. Uh, Valley Union Blue Devils, shout out! Thanks for the lid, man. Love free gear. <laughs> <laughs> Take all the free gear you can get. Yeah, free gear is awesome, dude. Anything else in the MLB besides the uh, not MLB? But I forgot to mention uh, in the rank in the NBA ranks, uh, Utah Jazz was reported uh, yesterday. I believe that they are willing to part ways and trade twenty uh, five year old All Star Donovan Mitchell. 
uh, average 26 points a night this past season. Uh, that's what that's what Danny Ainge does, right? Like he's he's it's his first year as a decision maker in Utah. Uh, he did the same thing uh, in Boston, right? He got rid of uh, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. That was that dynamic duo that won him a championship and flipped that into several draft picks. That has now led the Celtics to pretty much have what they have now: a combination of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart. And he seems to be doing the same thing in Utah, right? Uh, Quinn Snyder walked away head coach. Uh, they traded Gobert for pretty much half of the country, some like six six first-round draft picks and like six players or some shit like that. So now it makes sense. If, 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 he's, if he's doing a complete rebuild, there's no sense in keeping uh, Donovan Mitchell. The The Knicks have been uh, rumored to be willing to trade several draft picks for Donovan Mitchell, which will – they just signed Jalen Brunson. That's a formidable offensive backcourt, but defensively uh, – Players are licking their chops to to go out there and have Donovan Mitchell and uh, Jalen Brunson try to guard their backcourt because both those dudes are their turnstiles, man. They're not stopping anybody defensively. I mean, it can't make the Knicks worse, right? Uh, I saw a great headline. It said the uh, the twenty first best team in the NBA is willing to trade the farm for probably the twenty first best player in the NBA, <laughs> which which is par for the course if you're a if you're a Knickerbocker fan. Speaking of par for the course, the live tour signed fucking eighteen hundred like people. Did you like that? That's called a lead in, boys. That's called a lead in. That's how professionals do it. <laughs> I was waiting for West to fucking jump on that one right there. Same page, Jeffy. Uh, the open's underway, correct? Yep. Yep. And Tiger, like in his the, his first nine holes, he mm-hmm. was five over, mm-hmm. and so not a good start for Tiger. Yeah, I, I last I checked, uh, Tiger is six over. Uh, Rory's at six under. Uh, I mean, the, the the major headline, the 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 story here is the it's still the Live Golf Tour, right? There's 160 total players in the field at the Open, uh, 24 of which are Live Golf members. So, I mean, I kind of want a Live Golf member live to win member win something, right? Spray paint the fucking thing. Dude. <laughs> NWO. How about yeah. how about uh, how about the shark, Greg Norman, not being invited to the. Uh, the champions dinner and the ceremony and all that, right? There's beef, bro. Yeah, there's beef. Oh yeah, I mean, there's definitely some some deep seated beef here. And then uh, uh, Tiger finally commented on it, right? And he's he's PGA for 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 life, as, yeah. as the NWO would say. He's like Sting. Yeah, I mean, he's a. Uh, I mean, it kind of made sense, no but it kind of didn't. It's, it's no really crossover. easy. It's really easy to talk that you'll never take the money when you're the third athlete in the history of this country to be a billionaire, right? Like, it's really easy to talk about. Yeah, that money doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. What, I mean, whatever, man. He's all he he's all about the PGA. He's a, he's a, yeah. He's a, he's a billionaire. It's got nothing to do with PGA. He's a he's a, he's a pillar see, of sports. So now the PGA is under investigation by the U.S. government. How so? Do tell. Essentially, unfair labor practice. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Because of what they're the way they're handling the situation. Oh, by not letting like non they're not you know they're they're not doing like. Essentially, like fair competition. Yeah, yeah. By if a guy signs with Live, they tell him they can't play no more. Yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not doing this in good faith. Essentially, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean, that's what's gonna happen. Like, it's gonna end up in the Supreme Court type of deal. They talked about it because if these, if they ban these Live golf members from playing in these tournaments, more so the the majors that they have that kind of stroke. Like, yeah, dude, this is gonna go through the courts, and the Live golf dudes are probably gonna win. The PGA is running their league like Senator Goots is running his fantasy league. If you get into another league, you're getting kicked out of the current league. There, there's no fucking. He just you win a championship, he kicks you out. Like the PGA, wild now. 
They don't he, give a fuck. They're just pissed off. He uh, they are very pissed he off. ran that thing with an iron fist. So uh, the leaderboard right now, uh, American, uh, who is this guy? Cameron Young. Yeah, that's a uh, he's a New York guy, right? New York kid. I believe so. Grew up playing the Sleepy Hollow, uh, Sleepy Hollow golf tours up there. The Sleepy, what was it? I read. Was he in the lead after day one? Yeah, he's at he's at eight under. Uh, Rory's in second at six under. Let's see here. Your boy Tyler Gooch is at four under. Dustin Johnson's at four under. It's a real who's who. I mean, Dustin Johnson, that's a LIV guy. That's oh, a, yeah. And and Gooch. I mean, there's no way this Cameron guy, young guy, wins this, right? No. <laughs> Never know, man. No. I mean, eight, eight no. under, he's two up after day one. And... How then, many uh, days does this run? It's a four-day four tournament. Days? Four yeah. days. It'll be done on Sunday. And I, I just found that out, too. I didn't know uh, the Live Golf Tour only plays 56 holes as opposed to the normal 72. Yeah. Which is easier on the and body. it's a shotgun start. It's easier on the body. What the, the What's a shotgun start? Like, they all go out you there. You shotgun beers right before it starts. <laughs> that's, that's, that's your boy's like wheelhouse. Your diaper that's your boy's wheelhouse right there. <laughs> Sounds like you're up for a live. Uh... <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, boxing, big fight coming up Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Ryan uh, Garcia, right? Ryan Garcia, Javier Fortuna. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I'm sure Ryan Garcia is probably the heavy betting favorite right now. And I believe what people are hoping this sets up the a fight with uh, Davis, right? Yeah, Tank Davis. Uh, that's the that's. I mean, there's there's a lot of big names in that division, dude. Like whether it's whether it's a, a, a Tank Davis, a, a Ryan Garcia, a Teofimo Lopez, a, a Vasily Lomachenko, Devin Haney just defeated uh, the kid from Australia in Sydney. They're they're gonna go in a rematch now. He's there's 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 big names in this division, and. I just want to see them fight each other, dude. Remember back in the day when, 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 when Duran, Hagler, Hearns, Leonard, like all these dudes fought each other, man. They all fought each other. Uh, I mean that that that's the way boxing should be, right? Not well, yeah, I mean, not these pro- crooked promoters are trying to keep them apart to keep that zero on their record. Yeah, everybody's more worried about having a zero. At the end when of that, men record. were men. The- uh, Javier Fortuna, uh, formidable opponent, right? He's he's a. Uh, He's thirty-seven and three overall. He's got a, a twenty-six knockouts. Maybe uh, Ryan Garcia's tattoos will be finished for this one. Ryan Garcia's a punk, dude. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Not he, a fan. He got he got those tattoos so he didn't look uh, so Disney. Yeah, like he's he's. I don't know. He's trying. He, he looks like he just spent like six months at Attica with those tattoos, bro. It looks ridiculous. But it, it doesn't look like you got to pay extra on the zone for it this time. No, it's not a premium event. So if you're paying your nineteen ninety nine uh, uh, a month, you should be okay to see this. Uh, uh, a fight with him and Tank, if it is on the zone, will definitely be on pay per view. But it's really nice of him not to overcharge for this one. <laughs> uh, big time UFC fight also this weekend. Don't know if you guys saw this uh, in the featherweight division. Number two ranked Brian Ortega. Is going against uh, Yair Rodriguez, third ranked in the division. Uh, it's going to be live at two Eastern, which is about what eleven here, West Coast time. Uh, live on ABC, kind of a big deal on uh, cable. Not not on cable TV. It's going to be on your basic channel, uh, channel nine down here. ABC. Watch, if I want to watch featherweights fight, I'd, I'd watch my three year olds fucking duke it out in the living room. <laughs> no, this is a big Let's, fight, dude. This is a big Those guys fight. weigh like a buck oh five. Ain't nobody want to see them fucking dance around the cage and shit. Yeah. So, so the winner of this fight uh, uh, probably has the edge in uh, fighting uh, Volkanovski, right? That's that's a featherweight champion. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Brian Ortega, 
Yeah, Rodriguez. Free hey, fight on I ABC, man. this last week? The, Talk to me. When Sugar Sean got called out by, uh, what's his face? Uh, that, that little dude with the gold medals? Uh, Cejudo? Cejudo? Yeah. And Henry he Cejudo? punked out. And then he was trying to talk on a podcast later about it. Like, no, dude, you punked out. Cejudo told him, hey, hey you trying to fight, dude? I'll, I'll, uh, I need a fucking warm-up match on my way back. And Sugar Sean got all scared. Well, how, uh, how much you weigh? Like, nah, dude, like, I, I will whoop your ass. Like, he punked out big time. And I like Sugar Sean, but when I saw that, I lost all respect for him because he's the one that's always saying, all oh, these dudes are afraid to fight me. Like, all these big names are afraid for the upset, blah, 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 blah. No, they're not. Like, they just don't, they just don't want to fight you because you, like, it, it does, it's, it's like fighting an old man. Like, if you beat him up, you should beat him up. But if he beats you, you look like a little yeah, bitch. Yeah, your career's over. Yeah. 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 I mean, being early out on the career. I mean, Sehudo's Se- a different, there, there's levels to this shit. Sehudo's an Olympic gold medalist and, and former champion. Uh, I don't think Patty the Batty would uh, have a problem answering any calls there. Patty the Batty. Hey, breaking hey, news. Remember, I don't know. Remember when Sehudo wanted to fight that chick for the bell? Oh. You remember that? Yeah. Sehudo's an idiot. <laughs> uh, Barstool Sports is reporting that Live Golf Tour's next big target, Charles Barkley. What? That'd be terrific. <laughs> Charles on the hey, call, live in Dubai. The Liv's going to wild out, dude, because they're going to get a bunch of celebrities on there, the best golfers. They're going to get people to watch that shit. I, I read an article that says like they don't even care about making money. Like they, they're, they're just so pumped that they're getting all these dudes. Like they're, I don't care if we ever make money. Let's just, let's just do this. Oh, it's, That's uh, us. Oil money. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't care about making a back. Like. It, they, the, they might never make it back because they're, they're billions of dollars in the hole with these contracts that they're throwing out there, right? Probably. And they're like, whatever, man. Write it off. It's a, the, these guys spill, spend more money on spilled liquor in, in one year than we make. <laughs> Rick, Rick Flair. The, uh, I, I think uh, Barstool was talking about the eating. Did you see? So let's talk about that. The. Nathan's hot dog eating competition. Legend Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut yep. wins again. And while in the process of winning, he has to take down a protester. Yeah. Like chokes out a protester. Yep. I mean, choke slam that dude. Puts him on the. It was a classic rear naked choke yeah. and all while gutting 70 hot dogs. And having a broken leg. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's a guy that's not afraid to play hurt. Not I, mean, I don't know what your leg has to do with eating some hot dogs. But. He, he said it actually affected him. I was listening to an interview. And <laughs> How so? I don't know. Like he was saying, like he's saying he didn't go. He didn't go into this year's competition like like nearly as in good shape as he usually does. Yeah. Hey, and I'm reading. This sounds. This sounds so stupid. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm reading this in real time right now. Charles Barkley has confirmed that he, in fact, is planning on meeting with the Live Golf Tour officials about wanting him to join the team. It's gonna happen. They're they're gonna they're gonna blank check, dude. If they pay him enough, he might walk away from the the greatest show on TV with him, Shaq, and Kenny <laughs> on TNT. So, did you see now, Joey Chestnut? I was listening to his most recent interview after his big win mm-hmm. on the uh, on the fourth. The his one of his the next competition he's getting ready for is the Raising Cane's Chicken Tenders competition. Challenge accepted. And, oh God! You had my interest. Now you got my attention, Joey Chestnut. Yeah. So Joey Chestnut's going to try to be the 
champion of raising Cane's chicken tenders. Is that a thing? Like I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, they have a apparently they have a food eating contest for raising canes. All right, if you were in a raising canes food eating contest, how many do you think you could eat comfortably? Like like saying like yeah, no problem. Like before I threw up. Yeah, sure. Maybe, maybe fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah, bro, that's a Tuesday afternoon for your boy. What about you, Jeff? Hey, that's a lot. That's a lot of chicken tenders, yeah, dude. I don't. No. I like. I don't even know if I could get to fifteen. I don't know what like. I could eat twenty five. I'm not. I'm not gonna say more than fifteen. Like, how many would you eat? Twenty five, easy, easy twenty five, easy twenty five in five minutes. Oh no, five minutes. I feel like I want to do this now. Like, should we get a, like a like a fifty piece tailgate and just Are you like, gonna dunk them in water? No, no need, no need. I don't need substances or performance enhancers to win food eating contests, bro. Hey, I love raising canes. The yeah. last time I had raising canes was. The uh, who was playing the Bills and Chiefs playoff game? Uh, we were we were in Phoenix for something, and I was at the hotel watching it. And I had a bunch of raisin canes, dude. And I ate so much, and <laughs> I rompied the fuck out of so many of those sauce cups <laughs> that, like, I still the thought like I love raisin canes and I love that sauce, but I ate so much of it that the thought of that sauce, dude, makes me sick. Like I <laughs> I haven't eaten it since, and that was almost. Six months ago, like it's a really good sauce. So what about yeah. what? What do you think about Joey Chestnut talking about fast buns? So you know how they dip them in water, right? Yep, yep. And he says right when the tournament starts, uh, so he actually goes out and scouts this, right? Mm-hmm. And he call, they call it this fast bun method because everyone dunks their buns in water. Yep, you dunk it in water makes it easier to go down the throat when during during the food eating competition. <laughs> So easy. So he does uh what they talk about fast buns. If the buns are a little old and stale, they're they're uh slow buns. Cuz like once you dip them in water, they don't, you know, it doesn't they don't absorb. Yeah, they don't absorb, but if it's a fresh new bun, he says they're fast buns. And he scouts it beforehand because he goes and sees cuz they set up the competitions the same. Mm-hmm. And he'll go and scout it and if the people at the competitions they're statistically eating a few less. He knows coming up for the big tournament, it's going to be slow buns. So he has to plan accordingly. And there's a lot that goes into this, huh? Oh, he he trains all year for it. Is so? Is this something where like he's he's starting to think there's some collusion? Like he's getting the slow buns and everyone else is no, getting the no, fast no, no. buns? No, like is it? But he had you. He said you have to scout it out ahead of time to know what to prep for because it's. If you watch the tournaments leading into the to the final, you know, you know you got to see. And what I didn't realize was, uh, I think I'm pretty sure that Joey Chestnut has a he's on uh, his deal is with Nathan's, mm-hmm. correct? And did you know like Nathan's has like banned Kobayashi? Yeah, there was a there was some controversy in a Fourth of July hot dog eating contest, maybe like. Maybe like 10, 15 years ago or so, because Kobayashi was like the three, four-time champion. It's a whole 30 for 30 on this, boys. Uh, There there is, right? So Joey Chestnut, on his contract, Mm -hmm. is not allowed to compete with Kobayashi with his Nathan's contract. His contract is up in December, and he said he's not re-signing with Nathan's. Is there going to be like a live hot dog eating tournament? That's what, like, (laughs) maybe live buys, you know, all beef hot dogs, apparently. You know, but so what, what I... Barstool is trying to set it up post-December mm-hmm. is Kobayashi versus 
versus Joey Chestnut on one of the rough and rowdies. Wow. Like have a have on the rough and rowdy? Yeah, have a hot dog eating it, competition. It's gonna be your classic East meets West showdown. Uh I would make them all use slow buns. Just to just to just to add to the intrigue. But like yeah, so according to his Nathan's contract, he's not allowed to be he's not allowed to do any competition that Kobayashi's in. Wow. Yeah, because Kobayashi has not been and do you remember was, he, he he was he expressing t- his displeasure about that contract. What's the reasoning with that for banning Kobayashi? Probably because they signed Chestnut and didn't want any competition. Well, well, that, well, that, that's just ludicrous. I mean, th- this is a country built on competition. I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, so so you got eight. His contract with Nathan's is up December. So look Speaking for, of rough and rowdy, boys, I'll be in West Virginia and Three weeks out of the the year in August here coming up. Is there one? And if there if there happens to be one, there there's nothing confirmed. But if there happens to be one, boys, you don't see me on rough and rowdy. I might even fight. Well, today was the last, or what? Two days ago was like the last day to sign up to fight. So hopefully it's mid August and I'll be there. Here, here it is. I have it right here. Uh, it, it's labeled the July 2010 controversy, Nathan's Hot Dog versus Kobayashi. On June 28, 2010, Kobayashi announced that he would not be competing in the Nathan's 4th of July hot dog eating competition, reportedly due to Nathan's insistence that Kobayashi sign an exclusive contract with Nathan's. Man, if that's what's been keeping us from the the showdown of our lifetimes in a hot dog eating contest, <laughs> like, like, screw Nathan's, bro. Screw him. I'm more of a ballpark man myself. Yeah. <laughs> The hell with Nathan's? This is ridiculous. Yeah, Nathan's is uh, killing competition. Liv is going to come in. They're going to they're going to start putting in the all beef hot dogs and NCAA athletics, the PGA tour, and apparently Nathan's scumbags, <laughs> scumbags, all of them. But Joey Chestnut, come December, he's a free agent. Is that is that is that pay per view worthy? Like, are you willing to pay nineteen ninety nine to watch that? Oh, yeah. You think I am too? Well, especially if there's a rough and rowdy with it. <laughs> hey Wes. Uh, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but this is saying August nineteenth, and I, and I'll be there. Where, but where is it going to be at? Because like some of those, some I of those places West aren't. Virginia. Yeah, some of those places aren't very close. Well, Huntington, West Virginia, can't be too far. The, when I was there, they had one that was five hours away. Worth it. And well, the problem was is like their their events are on Friday, and. Uh, and I think their event started at like six and you don't get out of class till five. I might just quit boys. Do this podcast full time. <laughs> just so I can watch a rough and rowdy live. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I really was hoping it'd be in Charlestown at the casino there. That would have been awesome. Like, Cause I think that was dangerous. Yeah. That would have been so much fun. Watch it actually watch a rough and rowdy live. Hey, it's funny when you say when you speak of fighting and then mention casino. All I could think of is Pac-Man Jones, but he was actually on a rough and rowdy. <laughs> yeah, like, he got beat up by that bald guy. What's his name? Bobby? Is it Bobby? Bobby Gage. <laughs> <laughs> beat his ass, right? Hey, did we talk about Zach Wilson yet on any of these podcasts? Not oh, yet. we did. Are, are we going to cover it? Yeah, that was like that's the we, biggest news of. We the almost week. completely forgot about that. I'm glad you remember. Let's talk about it, Zach the Goat. Yeah. So. Uh, so it all started on his ex-girlfriend's Instagram, right? She yeah. posts this uh she posts this picture with her new boyfriend and his back's turned towards the camera. And like a real coward. Yeah. Turns out 
turns out new said boyfriend is Zach Wilson's ex best friend forever. Yeah. His wide receiver at BYU. Correct. Yeah. And so this guy is now, you know, that's his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend. And then, uh, so somebody gets on there and starts laughing at her, calling her a homie hopper. Yeah. Which is a funny term that I've never heard before in my and, life. You never heard that? No, I haven't, bro. It's so, funny. So she's a homie hopper and she's like, homie hopper. Pretty much like Zach was the homie hopper. He, he, he was banging, he was banging his, his mom's best friend. <laughs> this it, is a, a soap opera. Type yeah. And situation. so she, and she was saying we'll it, she was saying it like a bad thing. And then, yeah. and it just turned Zach Wilson into a legend. So was it you telling me that Zach Wilson was even reaching out to one of the Barstool guys like, hey, don't let this get out. Don't let this yeah. get out. They're like, fuck you. And then they put it out and it in turn, it made him even cooler. Like, cause Zach Wilson at this point in his career, he's going into year two. As far as everyone knows right now, he's a nobody. And this news elevated him into cool guy status well, and it's su- such a legendary and he move. played it so good mm-hmm. after the story came out mm-hmm. this dude he's on this trip with a, a bunch of the jets players mm-hmm. up in idaho yeah working and he, out and he said doing these workouts up in idaho with a bunch of the jets players gets back and like hey been up in idaho uh didn't have good service you know what's new what I missed. What I missed. Classic Zach. <laughs> I, I will say this. So Zach, Zach Wilson, uh, where did he go to college, Wes? BYU. What's the mascot for Brigham Young University? Uh, I don't know. Dog, it's the Cougars. <laughs> it's the Cougars. It's all full circle. <laughs> it's all full circle. His new Madden ratings came out, and on his, there's a... Uh... A pull-out game, balls deep. <laughs> that dog in him's at an eighty-eight now, <laughs> and I loved it. All these, all these NFL players were loving it. Yeah. Like yeah. even like Ocho Cinco. That's my quarterback. Yeah, Ocho and... Cinco's on there. Like it's Zach incredible. Wilson's the goat. It's incredible. That's <laughs> incredible. So I, I saw uh, before this news, Zach Wilson was ranked something like like twenty-sixth, I think, on fantasy boards quarterback. Since this news came out, he's thirteenth, guys. He's flying up the rankings. <laughs> He's got that dog. He's got that dog. Hey, I mean, at, at the minimum, if you draft him, he he brings your team swag up a little bit. And it's no I think what. it's gotten so bad is his mom his mom has asked people to stop asking her friends if they if they bang Zach Wilson. Oh man. <laughs> oh, it's great story. Yeah, it's pretty great. Not as good and as the best the, part is, is the ex girlfriend tried to throw him under the bus, yeah. and it, it just backfired completely. Yeah, it just made him legendary. Yeah. Like, Retires jersey at BYU at this point. And you know, you know, the ex girlfriend has always looked at him as like he's probably always been the coolest guy in the room. He's the quarterback, made it to the NFL, top five pick, all this shit. And then this happens, and she's like, like. I can't win. Like, no matter what happens, this dude's the fucking goat. Even when he fucks up, it's it's a good thing. Well, great. it's incredible. So he was still with her at the draft, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So another one that... Timer, too. Another one that had the girlfriend at the draft and it's a, dumped her shortly after. First, uh, first contract girlfriend. He likes the more sophisticated, I guess, right? <laughs> he likes him a little bit older. Yeah, like Ru- like Russell. 
Yeah, Russell Wilson. That That's like the most classic draft photo, his girlfriend being all hyped up. Man, I would have broke up with her right after that picture was taken, man. <laughs> Yo, she's <laughs> ugly. What the hell are you trying was... to do? She looks like a like a substitute teacher. <laughs> well, that's what just shows you, man. Like he was a third round pick. He had a, the third round pick wife and then her girlfriend. Then he becomes a superstar, and he's got yeah. Sierra. Wins a Super Bowl, and he's got Sierra. Hey, have you guys been seeing any of the, the footage from his offseason workouts? Russ? Russ? Danger I, Russ? I saw the stuff like where he like took his shoulder pads and stuff to England. Yeah, does does he look thicker <laughs> than usual? Like fat? Yeah. I mean, not. I don't know. Like Maybe he put on muscle, but he looked thicker. Like He's built like a square. I get it. He's not a tall guy, but he looks a little thicker than normal. I don't know. I don't know. His time, time will maybe tell what that got, looks like. Maybe that's what Team Three had, you know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, regime. he does spend over a million dollars on his body, like. But I don't. I don't know. He looks a little thicker. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, gonna he does work out twenty-one hours a day. <laughs> he's a clown. And he's been eating better. He's a clown. He's been eating. He said that he burgers. watched every snap last year from the Broncos season uh, while on vacation and like on a be- a three-day beach trip. There's no way, right? Like three times. Yes. Yeah, it's just McCarthy like he said that too. It's just, oh my God, it's just like that bullshit <laughs> story he talked about hitting a home run in college. Like, the, the, you, you, you can't trust him. You can't trust him. He's a liar. Maybe it's all those Rocky Mountain oysters making him making him a little bit thick. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even been to fucking Denver yet, man. Every video he posts, he's on the beach working out. Well, he went to England. Took his shoulder Fire, pads too. It's kind of weird. But- I can't wait till he goes to Denver and like week one he's dying because of the elevation and all that. He's just exhausted. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's training for it. I don't. I, don't, I think uh, like. I think they'll be all who right. You got who you got? Jerry Judy or Corlin Sutton? Because one of them's gonna break out. Jerry Judy. I kind of like Sutton. Jeffy. I, I like I like Judy. He's he's just such a super athlete. Mm-hmm. I I feel like if he can't break out with Russ, he he just can't. Because I remember just watching him his first year coming out of uh, Alabama. Man, like his routes are insane. He just we'll see. I mean, he hasn't ever had a quarterback in the league. He's had Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Was it was it Jerry Judy uh, a couple months ago that got in a little bit of legal trouble? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He he had some DV stuff. No, it wasn't really DV. I I I think the charges were dropped, but it was something like he got an argument with his with his with his uh with his fiance or something like that, and uh, he like threw her cell phone in his trunk and locked the door so she couldn't get it or yeah. something like that. So some along those lines, whatever. It's considered DV, but they yeah. they dropped it all, so it's not. I mean, but is is it could could he be suspended for something like that? Kidnapped her cell phone. Yeah, that's that's, that's a big deal nowadays. Could he be suspended? I mean, she, she deserved it, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know what we're still waiting on the Deshaun Watson. Hey, so I I don't even know th- this probably isn't even a credible source, but somebody kept putting out that they keep hearing it's going to be a 4 to 6 game suspension for Deshaun. There's no way. Dude, right? We've heard everything from 0 to 32 games. And this is this is the first big time suspension that there's like a like an independent arbiter like like a, a real judge that's going to going to rule on this, right? Yeah. And the NFL reserves the right to add or take away games but this was the whole point of this is because the NFL didn't like the the look that they were getting like their judge during execution or like Goodell well, is and all this yeah Roger Goodell like, yeah but it's crazy that he went and hired this it's a 
it's a woman right that's doing this. Well, they both they, she she was she was hired by the NFL and mm-hmm. NFLPA. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Goodell can add or take away games, so he's still <laughs> right. Yeah, like she can make her ruling at the end of the day, and I believe Goodell can just be like, "Nah, you didn't give him enough." Yeah. So at 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 the end of the day, like like this is this is all like chain reaction to the the whole Bray Rice thing, right? Because he got like didn't he get like two games or something like that, and then the video got out. And it was like, holy shit, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like everybody got what they wanted because Ray Rice's career was was done at that point. Like he never played again, right? Yeah, I remember when they they uh, they investigated that, gave him like one or two games, and, yeah. and then the and then, video came out. <laughs> was it TMZ that released the video or some <laughs> shit like that? That was terrible. That was awful. Knocked her out. That was, that was terrible. That was terrible, bro. Was a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, Ray Lewis killed a guy. He never got suspended. Allegedly. No, he killed that guy. <laughs> but you know, like they say, he he had a fall, man. What? So fantasy football wise, what's your take on Camara? I don't like, know, man. Dude. I, I have no idea because you don't know if he's getting suspended or not. I mean, he's gonna. Have if he to wasn't get, like, getting, like, if he wasn't getting suspended, he's a top four pick. He beat up a dude in Vegas, correct? That that was the whole thing. The, the Pro Bowl weekend, he beat up a guy, and and and, and then he went and played the the Pro Bowl, right? I think so. Like I deserved it. He should have held the elevator. <laughs> I mean, he's he's going to get a game or two, right? Well, they're talking about, because like, I remember it was originally, I thought it was, like, I thought he got suspended for six games. Yeah. And and now, like, we're sitting here months later, and it's like, well, we don't know if he's actually getting suspended. There's no way, there's no way that Deshaun Watson's suspension is going to be equal then or less to what DeAndre Hopkins got, right? There's no way. You no way. <laughs> right? There's you, no way. You would think not. I don't know, man. I mean, it's a it's obvious. That's what the NFL, NFL is worried reason, about. Like no. The NFL for some reason it's a bigger offense to take performance enhancing drugs than beat a chick up or fucking gamble or any of that shit. They'd, well, they'd no, they put their foot down on the gambling. Did he get the whole season? Yeah, they suspended. They suspended old boy for the whole season. Calvin Ridley. Guys, just putting putting a couple hundred bucks on a parlay, trying to trying to make his Sunday fun. And, and why he was injured? Yeah, he's he's bored at home and puts money on the Falcons uh, on, on his but, but own then account. That Hardy dude could could throw a chick on a bunch of guns, put a gun in her face, blacker blacker eyes, and what he get like four games. He got he like, got his in the insane. UFC. He got his in the huh? UFC though. Hardy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He got his ass yeah, kicked. He got his ass last time. But, Screw those clowns. But Calvin Ridley, I mean, like, the NFL put their foot down on the uh, gambling thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think the NFL's already looking at that, and they're thinking, well, like, we gave a guy a year for gambling. Yeah. We gave a guy six games for PEDs, one of the best receivers in the league. All-around good guy. Just a yeah. good Samaritan in the, in the greater Phoenix area. But we gave a guy six games for PEDs, a guy a year for gambling, mm-hmm. and – Dude, if this doesn't go right, the NFL is going to look so bad. I think they err on the side of like more games than less, right? I you would you would think and the cop what, out the cop out would be to put him on a commissioner's exemplus tomorrow, and then like like it's a blanket statement, and you say how many games. But later they on, want right? the, they want the indefinite suspension where they, they, they can review it next year. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I all I know is if there's, I don't know. There's no way he doesn't get a year, a year, minimum. 
Like they just they gotta cut Deshaun Watson off for the year. Call it what it is. How could you give this dude a four to six game suspension and, and call it good? But that's what this independent judge and I'm sure she like I'm sure she does not want to get this wrong either. Mm-mm. She know like because this well, is she what, gonna get paid. Yeah, Every, but everything's th- been done correct. Yeah, but I mean this is what I mean. And I think from the NFL's perspective, it's only good for them. Like, if she gives too few games and they're like, that wasn't heavy enough, and they go heavier, it looks. What if it's like a, a, a they're in cahoots and she'll come out and be like, we're giving him six games. Well, no, but, And then Goodell over the top, like, that's not enough. Yeah, but I mean, it, I don't think she wants to look bad either. I, I don't but think she'd look bad. Uh, she would just not look as good. No, she would look bad. Yeah. I mean, how many people would come out and crush her if she tried to, you know, make some kind of suspension that. But how bad would you look for $50 million or $25 million? Like, because Deshaun Watson, his team's going to put the pressure on it. He, that dude knows damn well if he gets suspended for two years, his career may as well be done. He's going to get paid anyway. But when he comes back, you're saying this dude's been out three plus years? No. But even he's now, like, if dude. he gets suspended for one year, he's going to come back and not have played in two years. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. I don't know what people are expecting. Yeah. I mean, not a lot for me. I mean, the year he played, he didn't win a lot of games. He didn't look very good. He had DeAndre Hopkins. Like, he, I mean, what receivers do they have in Cleveland? They have Omari Cooper, I guess, when he plays his eight games a year. He's, who else you got? He's getting paid like the Browns expect him to be Mahomes, Rodgers, uh, uh, Josh Allen, that type of dude, right? Because he's put up good stats for a team that was down by 21 yeah, points in no, every game no, they played. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's the old. That's the old sister in law. Talk shit about your top five. Get her on. <laughs> Give her a mic. Talk to her. No, no. She does, she doesn't get that privilege. That's ask, her damn sure. Ask her what her favorite fry is. <laughs> She'll probably. I'll do it right now. It's hey, Jen, what's your favorite French fry? We're live on the podcast. No, you're not allowed to talk. Just say it. <laughs> rallies. Rallies. No, roaster. I'm, rallies. I'm, I'm more of a puking rally guy. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, I just I I can't imagine the scenario where this dude comes back two years after playing and 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 lights the world on fire. Yeah, no. Is it too early to flex a game week one to a primetime game? Because I really want to see Baker in Carolina. Yeah, that's what like, like that's what's real interesting after Baker getting traded. Like that makes that week one game looked like crap for them. Like yeah. who wanted to watch that? Yeah, Panthers, Browns. Week now, one. Now, now it's highly it anticipated. Now, now it's yeah. highly anticipated. Yeah, because you know, Bait and Baker's been open about it, saying like, "Yeah, it's hard." Well, I mean, he's like, "I'm a human. You don't think I'm circling that one?" So besides the the, the his 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 uh his lone playoff game is this is like the biggest game of Baker's life, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and he tip right. he typically when you know when he's got that chip on his shoulder, he yeah. plays good. Yeah. It, it's gonna be such a such a a bummer if like if like he can't win the job, and week one we we we, we gotta watch Sam Darnold, right? Uh, re- realistically, or Matt Corral. He, realistically, there's no way he's not starting week one. Well, I mean, I, I've heard a couple just, a couple scouts come out of interviews and say like, no, they fully expect Sam Darnold at least in the in the 
early part of the season to be the guy because he's no. he knows that offense. He's in year two, and that uh, realistically, like Baker's getting that playbook really, really late. Oh, what do you? What do you? No. Really, I, I'm not quoting no. that. I'm saying this. I'm you got a full training. I'm camp. telling you what Bucky Brooks and Jake Tahome said on inter, on separate you, interviews on NFL Network. What is this? Is Baker's fourth or fifth year? Fifth. So you have a four year veteran quarterback mm-hmm. coming out to your team. Like he can't learn a playbook during training camp. Well, I mean, Ocho Cinco was there for a whole year with the Patriots and never learned it. But I mean, Baker <laughs> was playing Call of Duty on his uh, yeah. on his downtime when he was supposed to. I'm be gonna- I'm going to tell you right now, we talk shit about Baker, Sam Darnold, all that. Baker's way better than Sam Darnold. Yeah. He took, I, don't, I mean, I forgot to give him credit for this last week when I was kind of roasting him. Mm-hmm. He took a Browns team that was 1-31 in 31 in the previous two years mm-hmm. to the playoffs. Yep. Like, yes, he has pieces, of, he had pieces around him in Cleveland, but the dude is manageable. He's going to win half your games. He's not going to go out there and throw the lights out, but... Sam Darnold sucks, dude. Like, we've got to call it what it is. He's he's done. I, I don't care if he's 21, 26, whatever. He's not good. Baker is coming out week one and starting. So, and my thing is to tell you how much better Baker is, is you remember last year, we were willing to see what the, you know, Darnold looked like on a new team out of underneath Adam Gase, right? Mm-hmm, correct. And now... You saw you saw Sam Darnold for a year. Mm-hmm. Re- okay, equated to fantasy football. How how excited when were you to pick D- DJ Moore? Last season or right no, now? Right now, with Sam Darnold. Not at all. With Baker, a little more excited. Yeah, my eyes brought my eyebrow raised a little bit when you said that. I don't know if you could tell or not. Sam Sam like trying to take DJ Moore mm-hmm. when you were looking at it under Sam Darnold. You're like, nah, dude, like. It's not worth the, you know, it's not worth that stretch to pick him. Juicing worth the squeeze. Yeah, but now, third round. Now I like the idea of I like the idea of picking DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. I mean, DJ Moore with DJ Moore with Baker sounds really good because Robbie Anderson ain't getting no throws from Baker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, as he should not. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I mean, yeah. he, Baker's he, gonna he, Baker's gonna treat Robbie Anderson like Odell Beckham, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ain't going to throw him anything catch. I can't wait for listening to Robbie Anderson's dad speak, talk shit about Baker here in like eight games. Well, Robbie kind of brought it on himself. Like, A good, good, good retort on his part, though, to be like, hey, like, I didn't know Baker anything at the time. Like, I'm, I'm trying to defend my quarterback. Yeah. That's how good of a team no, no, I am. He, he did a, he, you know, he had a good answer for yeah. it, but you don't like, you don't think, come on, Baker, yeah. Baker's that guy who takes checks. Yeah. R- Robbie essentially, Robbie Anderson was, was essentially like, listen, I know my quarterback's trash, but he's our trash. And I'm going to well, defend listen, him. Robbie Anderson wouldn't have done that if they were talking about trading for Aaron Rodgers. He wouldn't have done that if they were talking about trading for Russell Wilson and all that shit. So, in his mind, yes, he thinks Baker's trash. And he fucked up because it came to fruition. And now he's got to deal with it. And Baker holds grudges like Weddle holds grudges, dude. Robbie Anderson ain't getting the football. Yeah. I'm it. telling you right now. Yeah. Robbie Anderson might not be on the team by week four because... Baker's going to throw it to other people. He's going to throw it to DJ Moore. He's going to throw it to McCaffrey. He's going to throw it to the rookie wide receiver. He's not He's not going to throw it to Robbie Anderson. Yeah, the, and they still have that guy. They got uh, the other LSU receiver they got last year. The, yeah, Marshall, Terrence Marshall. Yeah. And that and that dude last year had a lot of hype to him. 
don't know, man. Robbie Anderson on the way out, boys. Yeah. I, All because of a Twitter comment. Terrence Marshall, DJ Moore trending up. Yeah, and, and like we say, like that division, like we're a year. If, if Tom Brady would have not returned to the Bucks uh, uh, after retiring, Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback in the division. Right? Right? Yeah. yeah I mean, you got Jameis, you got Mariota, and it would have been like a, a combination of Kyle Trask and, and I don't know, whatever. Whatever the Bucks could muster. Able-bodied human, they, 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 they got down there in Tampa Bay, but Baker would have been the best quarterback in the division, right? My favorite Weddo quote was, I think it was last week, he said there was a team that was two years away from being two years away. That's, <laughs> <laughs> They're two that's years that's away from being two years away? There. Yeah. The, the Jets. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, the Jets. Well, might now, be, now, uh, now the Jets might just be a year away, bro. Yeah, they yeah, got a dog. Yeah, after all this, they got that dog in them. And they got that dog. <laughs> and you know, Robert Sala at home pumped up too. The he's, Rocks twin. He's like, I knew I liked that guy. <laughs> I knew he picked the right guy. Yeah. I mean, the the Jets have done a lot to bolster that offense. So the they're the they have Brees Hall, right? Yeah. Yes. And how's that going to work with Michael Carter? What's that backfield? Michael Carter's in the in the back burner now, boys. I know I know Michael Carter was a, a hype man last year, had a great season, um, but they spent the draft capital on Brees Hall. At the end of the day, if you compare those two running backs, Brees Hall is a much better running back. I know it hurts the Michael Carter homers to say, like, is, you know, there's no way this rookie comes in and just takes over. No, he's going to. Brees Hall's going to come in and take over most of the snaps. Michael Carter's going to be the spell guy. And, I mean, that's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings, but it is what it is. I mean, if you're, especially for fantasy football, you know, Michael Carter is not going to be, he's just going to be a backup running back. That's it. But, I mean, we've thought that before. I mean, or when Rashad Penny got drafted, mm-hmm. and he he was the guy. Yeah, they're still waiting for him to break out, right? Yeah, like Rashad Penny was gonna be. He might be the guy this year. Yeah, I mean, finally, he was the guy at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah. but I'm. But, I mean, you remember that when Rashad Penny got drafted, and it was like, oh, he's for sure the dude in Seattle in the first round, right? It, it was either first or early second. I mean, this is this has happened before. Uh, just getting some breaking news in my ear. Breaking news. The eighth participant in Tuesday's Major League Baseball Homer Derby has been announced, and it's going to be former uh, Los Angeles Dodger uh, shortstop, now Texas Ranger, Corey Seager, uh, left-handed hitting shortstop, former first-round draft pick of the Dodgers, going back to L.A. Uh, for the, mid-se- the mid-season classic. Uh, pretty good field. Pretty good field. It's, it's set in stone now, all eight participants. Uh, of those eight, who do you like? Is, is it going to be like a rig thing and they're in the pools win this shit? Because I hope not. It, it feels like it. It feels not. like a like a WWE style. Albert Pujols wins the Derby. I mean, I ho- what do you I think a not. Derby would look like if they brought in a bunch of the the old school guys? Like, hey, let's just do a Derby full of retired baseball players and bring in the who's who of baseball and let them just hit bombs out there in their fifties. Well, I don't know. They used to do that back in the day, but but I don't know if you guys have seen clips. Like 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 they used to send like uh, major league baseball players like in the in the early two thousands to Japan to compete and stuff like that for like to go all over the, the different countries and, like, talk about Major League Baseball. And there's video of, of Barry Bonds uh, in a home run derby, and there's a pitcher jumping on a trampoline, throwing him pitches, and he's hitting home runs off of this dude on a trampoline, like, trying to throw him strikes, bro. It's, it's, it, Google it. It's terrific. Cool. I don't see Babe Ruth hitting home runs off dudes on trampolines. A, uh, 
I, did, I forgot to mention this when we were talking basketball. Did you see John Morant and, and Michael Jordan getting into it? Yeah, that wasn't. And it that didn't even happen, right? So he said something like, like, like. So he was, he was, he was being interviewed by Taylor Rooks. Taylor's very popular uh, uh, NBA reporter has a podcast. But ESPN made a, like, yeah, they, they covered it and everything, yeah, and it didn't even happen. Yeah, no. they they retorted it and and uh, apologized for it the following day. It was from Ballsack Sports. And, it, uh, and it's Twitter too account. late. They, they, <laughs> that's what it's called. That's they don't called. even. But that's the thing. ESPN doesn't care yeah, if do they have homework. to recant because they, they the damage yeah. is already done. Yeah. So they, they were talking about. The, the confidence that John Morant has or something. Because I, I actually watched some of the interview. And uh, uh, he said something like, like he, he was thanking Michael Jordan, essentially, for, like, all he did. And, like, he, he knows that, like, he's in the spot and he gets to make the money that he makes to and live the life that he's done playing in the NBA because of guys like Michael Jordan that came before him. And, and me, the, I mean, Burden Magic elevated the league and Jordan made it international or, or like yeah. you know what i mean like like like, like, a, like a phenomenon and, and he, he was just thanking him and he and and the taylor rick said something like like under her breath like 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 what would it look like like you you in your prime against jordan in his prime or something like that and john just started laughing he goes oh i'd cook him like just just like that they, they, that was it that, that was the extent of it but they made it seem like they had put out this this bullshit quote about uh uh a fake quote from ball sex sports some like 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 he was just another dude if he'd play in the league today and 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 I'd cook him like all the it, it was it was oh, I didn't know it was all fake yeah, yeah it, it was, was legit total fake quote bro in yeah I mean like and then the ESPN so was MJ's quote fake too yes 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 that was also reported by Ball Sex Sports <laughs> that's what it's called Balls. we gotta change our name dude like our name's not that cool so there there's a company out here named Ball Sex Sports and we gotta be the below average gentleman. Yeah, because we're classy. Well, they're they're probably ball sack sports. It's like if you're searching barstool, it probably comes up pretty close to that. Yeah. So here's here's the fake quote from John Morant. Uh, it says, "If you put MJ in today's game, he's just another superstar. We got me, Steph, Luca, Dame, Trey, and then guys like Bron, KD, Giannis, Kawhi. It's not just one superstar and a bunch of you know average dudes. You feel? It's a fake quote. He did say he'd cook them. I like how they put that. You feel at the end to make it. Seem legit. Aso, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give them credit though. Those like that, everybody's talking about it. That's like the third time in the last calendar year that 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 like fake news, the Onion Sports like Twitter page has has made ESPN report on something that was like totally made up, bro. ESPN's dying, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't even watch it anymore. But in ESPN, put so much coverage behind it, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like they ran an entire segment about it. And, uh, hey, I wonder if their Twitter guy that found that got fired. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it was Dave Jacoby of of uh, Jalen and Jacoby that came out and like ran with it, and then the next day apologized for it. But you know, damage was done, boys. Damage was done. Hey, Weddo, guess who gets to take the our giant fantasy football trophy to Vegas? Fiverr. No, no. Guess who gets to take it on the plane? Who? I mean, Fiverr can if he wants. Are you taking but it? It's like a. No, Wes is taking it. Oh, I ain't taking like, that. If Manny wants like, it, if Manny wants it there, he's taking it. Just just take it's it as a, a as a piece of carry on. So the whole no, the whole a, seven. It's a punish. It's a punishment for Wes for being last place. <laughs> it's like, hey, so last year when I took the Vegas one, right mm-hmm. for the uh, the death row league. Yep. I was new to the league, so Wes was like, "Hey, can you take it?" Like, yeah, I'll take it since I'm new. And Wes was like, yeah, "If it was me, I would just take it." You know. 
just take it with you on the plane. Like, blah, blah. nah, nah, nah. So I put it in this giant luggage, dude. The biggest piece of luggage I have. It will barely fit in all mm-hmm. this. And Wes is like, you should have just took it on the plane. So when I was talking to Wes about it, I was like, hey, just take it on the plane, dude. No big deal. Just take this one on the plane. Like, if Manny, if Manny like, wants. He's like, no, oh, it's a pain in the ass. If Manny wants that thing in Vegas, he's taking it. Just take it so the entire 757 knows that you're a champion. The entire plane. There's no question about it. I need to put together a, a shit bowl. Uh, trophy with all our last place people on it. Real West like could be the yeah. the running last placers. It's when uh, the bums team came out of nowhere. Oh yeah, represented. They both put up nasty points that last week. I think West put up like 160 something, and the bums put up 180 something. <laughs> did they both outscore the championship? Uh, I think so. I think they did. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what everyone says. It's like, oh, if I was in the championship game, I would have won. I was like, well, yeah, but like, have you already, uh, as as the resident Bengal fan, have you already ordered the all white mini helmet? Not yet. That's on the. It's not on there yet. Yeah, hey, I like it's, how it's we've, pretty cool helmet. We've kind of turned into like little Homer Bengals fans because of Wes and Joe Burrow. Bro, I know more about the Bengals than like like it's the Cardinals and the Bengals. Like I started hanging out with West one year, and I had like like six bangles on my fantasy hey, football team. If Homage keeps releasing them Joe Burrow hey, shirts, I'm gonna keep buying. Did them. Did you order that one I sent you? Not yet. That's a good shirt. That's a good shirt. Go to homage.com if you guys want some comfortable, really cool T-shirts. Great wrestling shirts. Great football shirts. Just a great website. Most comfortable T-shirt you'll ever wear. Homage. Uh, uh, Is that the one where they draw with like? They're like, like cartoon a, characters. Like my three-year-old's room. No, 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 no. no. No, no, no. Go to homage.com. As a matter of fact, today's episode is brought to you by Homage. Uh, <laughs> classic t-shirts. No, they're it's just a pain in the ass, dude. Like, I think I, I made an order from Homage, and it's like finally shipped like two weeks later. Hey, let me ask you a Jamar Chase fantasy football question here. If you had the second pick, like with your second pick in fantasy football, would you be comfortable taking Jamar Chase? Say you had a running back round one. Like, I pick nine. Say I pick, take a running back and Jamar Chase is there yeah. in round two. Yeah. Like, it doesn't go ha- too early. But I haven't seen I haven't seen any mocks where he's sitting there in round two. No. Well, like, for me, he would be sitting there occasionally with my second pick. Would you come up to, like, 14th nine. overall or something like that? Yeah, yeah most, most mocks I've seen, he's, like, he's right up there. And- he's going before Tyreek Hill, correct? Yeah, in almost all drafts, like 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 five six picks beforehand. So it's going receiver wise. Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, like that's that's the first two, and then most of the time the third wide receiver is Jamar Chase, and then right there you have Devontae Adams, and then like Stephon Diggs, Ceedee Lamb. Like, would you rather have Jamar Chase and Devontae Adams than who? Jamar Chase or Devontae Adams? Oh man, uh. That's tough. It dude. is that because because Devontae Adams and Derek Carr might have that fucking love story bullcrap like with with <laughs> Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford like they're they are actually best friends. Well, so that, the only thing that makes you lean uh, Chase to me at all is the fact that like Chase isn't on a new team this year, and you yeah. know yeah. you know exactly what it looks like with Burrow to Chase. Maybe afraid of a little bit of the unknown there with that. that uh, yeah, I mean, that's the only, I mean, like as of right now, like, I mean, if Devontae Adams was still on the Packers, I'd be like, well, yeah, you want Adams. 
Yeah. But what scares me about Jamar, not saying that, like, I'm, when I say scare me, I mean, like, taking him in the second round is last year he had, like, 80-something catches, isn't out-of-this-world type of receptions. He's dependent on those big plays, and he gets a lot of them. But is it something where, like, I don't have to worry about it? Like, every year he's going to get these bombs from from Burrow. We're not, we're not sweating the... Because he's one of the up and down guys. Like he's gonna have forty points, he's gonna have eight points, and then he's gonna have twenty five, then he's gonna have ten. But I mean, like I, you, you kind of look at. I think if you look at his numbers compared to, I remember seeing Jefferson's rookie year, and thinking, "Oh, there's no way Jefferson replicates that." Yeah. And then Jefferson replicated that. I I just randomly googled uh, wide receiver rankings and the person that popped up was the Sports Illustrated fantasy football rankings and Jamar Chase is actually number one ahead of Cooper Cup. Is that too much? No, that's too. Is that too? Is that too much? Sports Illustrated. That's. <laughs> I didn't know Wes worked at Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, to me, man, it's Cooper Cup and it's Justin Jefferson. After that, it's another tier of wide receiver, and then it's probably tier two would be Jamar Devontae, and then you have another tier after that. But I mean, like, to me, Cooper Cup and Jefferson in their own field. And there, it, it, but you can also like I mean I I think you can make the case that like you look at what Jefferson did year two and in overall I think Chase is going to be the better wide receiver. I mean he he was the one when they were teams at LSU. I, I get it that was in college that was four years ago, but I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean I I I'd be happy taking either one of them, right? So uh, like like tell me if you guys agree with this. I'm just gonna read you the top ten. Uh, fantasy wide receivers according to Sports Illustrated. Number one, Jamar Chase. Number two, Cooper Cub. Number three, Justin Jefferson. Four, Debo Samuel. Five, C.D. Lamb. Six, Tyreek Hill. Seven, Devontae Adams. Stephon Diggs is eight. Michael Pittman Jr. is nine. And T. Higgins is ten. I don't like where they have Devontae. Yeah, yeah how is Devontae at seven? I, I mean, I didn't write him to Sports Illustrated as of this came out ten hours ago. Fantasy football projections. Fire that man. Whoever that is, just fire that dude. <laughs> hey, you know what the funniest part about this? They have Jamar Chase ranked one this year, going into year two. Do you remember the conversations we were having on this podcast last year at this time? Maybe this about how not Jamar for him. Chase can't catch. Well, that- how Jamar Chase fucking can't run routes. He can't get separation. And now we're talking about he might be the number one receiver in fantasy football. You remember that? Life comes at you fast, boys. And I remember we were on here laughing about it, like, man, like, is this dude going to really be a bust? Like, there's no way, right? And then, you know, Wes is like, hey, like, let's just wait. Like, let's just see. And then dude dude broke out. Like, a year ago on this podcast, I was like, Penny Sewell, man, you guys really messed this one up. <laughs> you guys messed this one up. Well, and then, uh, and I think, like, everyone, you know, we, we faded Chase in most drafts. And then it was it was week one. Week one, you yep. knew he was a guy. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's playing against the Vikings, you know, goes over 100 TD or two. And you guys have any rookies in this year's draft that wide receiver-wise that you think is going to be the dude year one? Because last two years we've had Chase and Jefferson. So there hasn't – honestly, there hasn't been one that's really – I mean – I think there's wide receivers that are going to be good, but no, there hasn't been one where you're looking at it like that. Yeah. I don't think we're going to have a 1,400-yard reception, 10-touchdown no. wide receiver this year. You'd be looking at what? I, 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 the, the, the London kid from Atlanta, the USC London kid, Drake. right? Uh, the, the Burks kid, Tennessee. Uh, Wilson with the Jets. Olave with the, with the Saints. 
Am I leaving anybody out there? I think London Drake would have the best chance just because the rest of his team is so bad outside of Kyle Pitts. But even that's, man, that's a stretch because you're looking at from day one, you're the number one wide receiver. You're getting number one coverage. You might be getting rolled coverage over the top. I don't know, man. And then the, the other guys, they, they have a lot of, even him, they all have quarterback question marks, all of them. Mm-hmm. And then even Jamison Williams, I don't know if you mentioned him. No. He's he's hurt half the year. Yeah. Like, he's not going to play for the first half of the year with the Lions, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, I think I'm more I'm more interested to see what uh, Rashad Bateman can do if he's healthy. Year two guy with the Ravens. Yeah. What about a what about a flyer on like a Sky Moore in Kansas City? You, you know what his comp is? Come on. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> <laughs> What's his comp, Weddo? So everyone knows. Tyreek Hill, baby. <laughs> Every year. Oh, this guy's Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those Weddo. You probably draft him with your last couple yeah. of picks. Like, if it, you know, you're gonna know by week two or three if it's gonna pan out. If not, you just drop him, pick somebody else up. It's not like last year. If you wanted to risk a Jamar Chase project, you had to take him in round five or six. Mm-hmm. So that you actually had to use capital for that. Yeah. And most of us passed on him, and, and it bit us in the ass. Yeah. I mean, but if you wanted to risk it on Sky Moore, one of those dudes, like, you're going to get him in round 11, 12, yeah. 13. I hear Ayuk's prime for a breakout year. Yeah, I mean, that, that's not even a bad strategy, right? Like, maybe <laughs> maybe your last two picks in the draft, just draft two rookie wide receivers and, 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 ho- and hope one of them hits. I was so big on Ayuk yeah. last yeah, year. we all were. And we all my were. God. Huh? And he played I'm gonna like, laugh. I'm going to laugh, though, when Ayuk – has what the year that he was supposed to have last year. Well, and he had a decent end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. What was the beef there? There was something going on. He he wasn't. Yeah, it was with the coach. Coach said he wasn't a pro because yeah. him he and old boy were at the strip. Kyle Shanahan's chick. We reported it. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's daughter. We reported it live on the podcast. Him and, him and uh, Trey Sermon were at the strip club together. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Him and Trey we were Sermon. in the doghouse for a whole year. And Trey Sermon, it might end his career. Must have been a legendary night. Must have been. You heard it here it first. Won't top the the podcast draft though. All right, boys. We covered a lot of sports news and then dove back in some uh, vintage fantasy at the end there. It was a fun one. It was good. Yeah. It was good. All right. Phenomenal. Thank you all for joining us. Yo, Adrian, we did it. Y'all have a great night.